Humans are, without a doubt, creative. It's in our bones. For centuries we've danced, invented, sculpted, written, moulded, sung, built, taught, performed, painted, nurtured, gardened, discovered, explored, and more. We are creative beings and it's time to celebrate that. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and waterways on which I record this podcast, the Boon people of the Kulin Nation, and pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to the Rust Creative Podcast. My name is Viv, and I'm the founder of Rust and the person behind the microphone. Rust exists to serve, inspire, and activate your creative magic. And this podcast is an extension of that mission. Together, we'll explore the depths and joys of creativity and art and business and living in alignment and following our purpose and working with our energy and so many more other delicious things. I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to listen to me today and possibly a beautiful guest and yeah enjoy sit back grab a cuppa I am just so happy to have you here hello and happy Venus Day welcome back to another episode of the Rust Creative Podcast today I have bitten the bullet and am recording in my studio which I love very much, but it's super echoey in here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't just not use the space, right? So I really don't think anyone's going to give a shit about a tiny bit of echo. <laughs> and if you do, then yeah, sorry, this is a self-produced uh, podcast. Like I don't have a fancy ass um, producer or soundproof room. And you know what? That's okay because done is better than perfect. We aim for B minus C plus here, get it done, get it out there and trust that the message like overcomes any of the technical um, areas for improvement. Anyway, I wanted to talk today about surrendering to the still. Even like I just came up with the the topic idea and I was like, oh, don't want to talk about this because I still don't think that I'm very good at it. But I think that's why I need to. Because more often than not, we shy away from things if we don't feel adequately, adequately educated or super knowledgeable or like oh, I'm not an expert, what would I know? You know, I'm not a professional, what would I know? But actually, a lot of our knowledge comes from our lived experience. So, yeah, I'm going to share with you from that perspective, as I always do, and you can take what feels good and leave the rest. But yeah, this is a topic that has been a really really big theme for me like surrender trust slowing down and rest like those four are just kind of (laughs) taking over my life in the best way um and I think surrender has been one of the hardest ones for me because I you know like a lot of people I like to 
be, if not in control, have control. And some form of control, a slice of the pie. And whenever I hear surrender, I'm like, but what the fuck? How am I supposed to do that? Like, I can't just let everything go. I can't just go and float in a fucking lake for hours and just like trust that shit will work out. Even if that lake is in my head, I can't do that. And like, that is just classic me resisting. Um, And something that I've learned is to lean into the resistance. And that's where the magic happens, which will be another episode. Um, But yeah, on surrender, I really do have that picture of like, laying on your back with your arms out, with your eyes closed and just that peaceful like I've let go washing over your body. Um, When I've tried to do this and like physically uh, it's usually in the ocean. I float and close my eyes and it is so hard for me to do even though I always do it in the shallows. I know I'm safe like the conditions are perfect but I still hesitate and resist and squirm and feel so uncomfortable and just before winter came I was getting quite good at it like floating for a while without like the panic coming in or like oh but what if there's like a random shark that decides to come and he's like for some reason hungry even though sharks don't usually eat humans and like you know that kind of spiral um where my logical brain has just left the building um but yeah (laughs) so if I can't do that something as simple as floating then it kind of makes sense that I'm also feeling really sticky in other areas of my life when that comes to surrendering and one of those is being still and I know a lot of creatives and artists and business owners also experience this we have been brainwashed to hustle (laughs) we have been brainwashed to go 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 and sacrifice and you know not sleep barely eat just work endlessly with no really clear end game in sight and it's just bullshit like the whole narrative pisses me off so much because especially when like yeah okay I'll admit that if you're when you're learning something new like a new skill you have to put a lot of hours in like that, that's just, that goes across the board for everything that you do, you know, it takes time. But this idea that we have to sacrifice our whole well-being for this thing, whether it's a project or a book or a, a piece or a client or an idea, like it just, it's so crap. And I don't know anyone who has done that and come out the other side and said, yeah, I'm really glad I did that. I, I'm so glad that I sacrificed my mental and physical health for so many months on end. Like, no. Um, but that's a little bit besides the point. And again, I feel like that is a topic of conversation in itself because uh, clearly I'm very passionate about it. But <sighs> we're taught to just go hard, right? We're taught that we're always supposed to be working. Like, who are you? to go slow who are you to not be creating and like god forbid if you work full-time in your business or as an artist or as a freelancer like who the fuck are you for taking a half day who the fuck are you for taking a day off for no reason like if you're not ill if you're not on your deathbed like you should be in your studio working right like that narrative has been with me for a really fucking long time and I don't know where I picked it up from 
I don't know if it was school or like following other creatives and business owners or the books that I've read or the movies, probably a combination, the media, who the fuck knows. It doesn't really matter where it came from. What matters is how it's affecting us. And at least for me, that came through in a sort of pride. Like I was proud of how much I could like pour my energy into work and how little I needed to get by. And I guess to explain that, like there was a point where when I first started Rust, I was also studying part-time in a graphic design diploma. So it was very um, hands-on. And I was also working part-time five days a week at a design studio and I was running my business and I look back on that time now and I'm like how the fuck was I even like sleeping (laughs) I don't know I don't know how I slept I don't know how I had any time for friends I don't know how I didn't break down I definitely experienced burnout when I transitioned into um just having two of those things and then again when I went full-time for myself (laughs) I was hit with it so fucking hard because I just had was going for so long like and it was a really interesting experience um kind of coming from that background and you know I've always been one who works hard who is happy to take on the extra shifts who wants to cram in extra subjects so I can finish things faster Like I think in very short-term bursts of like, okay, well, if I can just, you know, get through the next three months or six months, then it'll be fine. And I was doing that for like basically since I left school. And even during school, I would also have jobs and then I would also be partying and, you know, also be writing my books and doing all the things. So, yeah, obviously, like a lot of people last year saw me lose a major client in my business um I was looking at transitioning out of that offering anyway and yeah I was one of the many people who got cut from the marketing team and that was such a shock because even though that was only three full days a week and then I was doing you know other stuff outside of that like other client work I didn't know what to do with myself like I didn't know who I was without having to show up and you know go through the quote-unquote slog of working and then doing this and doing that and at the time I was also pivoting rust into a mentoring space um and it took me months and months I I would say the best part of I reckon eight months it took me to chill the fuck out and not freak out if I wanted a rest day and I didn't feel ill and that was I was 25 then so I'm 26 now so that was 25 years before I actually could just be be still rest do nothing and on top of that not feel guilty about it because I think that's a big factor that a lot of us forget in this conversation is that yeah you can rest Like it might feel uncomfortable, but we can do it. But the guilt that comes through those narratives, those stories, that bitch inside our brains that is just ruthless if we dare slow down, if we dare have an afternoon off, 
if we dare put on another episode of that show like you could be doing emails right now you could be doing client work you could be getting ahead you could be doing this like oh and I say that because I know and I've experienced it and it sucks rewriting the internal monologue in your brain is one of the most challenging things that we go through in like our self-work journey because if yours isn't good it just takes so long and it's so much active healing and active work and showing up for yourself every fucking day trying to reprogram and it's absolutely possible but yeah it's not something that happens quickly and it's not easy and it's not fun and with that comes again it comes surrendering it comes surrendering to where you're at because I experienced a lot of frustration and I definitely did then like I was frustrated with myself that I was experiencing these thoughts I'm like why can't I just get rid of them why can't I just be over them you know like let's optimize this onto the next thing fucking Capricorn sun and moon like oh um but it just doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way and I've had to learn that the hard way time and time again as we all do that healing takes time healing our bodies healing our minds healing our souls takes time and the best thing that we can do for ourselves is go slowly go gently give ourselves grace and nurture the fuck out of ourselves and nurturing has become a really like core foundation in rust i know i haven't really explained it from that perspective but everything i do it comes from a place of nurturing and getting my beautiful clients and students to look after themselves more because if we're not well as artists then that's always going to impact our work and on the flip side the work is never worth sacrificing ourselves for I know there's like that whole story of like the tortured artist vibe the starving artist like that was very 20th century we have left that in the past now we are the well-rested and abundant artists who experience peace and joy and freedom and feel good feel excited to show up for their work they don't have to torture themselves to produce good things they can feel good and produce good and yeah that's definitely the intention that I bring with me into all of my work is how can I help you beautiful people feel better and get to a space of feeling good and in flow so I guess to kind of summarize this up that's a big sigh because it's really hard surrendering is really hard and like I always say I don't have the the solutions for you because I am still very much in it I don't know if I'm ever going to be fully like you know an expert at fully surrendering and being able to just like click my finger and I surrender and shit works out like so much of my personality is like I want to craft things I want to build things and the, the, the flip side of that is <laughs> wanting to go faster, wanting to know timelines, wanting to know details, wanting to know the why and the how, which especially from the manifestation work I do and the money work, like 
you got to let go of the why and the how. You got to surrender to those fuckers because it takes like a thousand times longer when you hold on to them. Um, but again, that's another topic I'm really excited to speak more about um, is money because the more that I'm learning, the more that I'm feeling called to share. And yeah, as always, it will be from my lived experience. Um, but yeah, going slow, being still is hard. And another thing I did want to mention um, before I end this episode is that stillness of when you don't feel like you have any creative juices flowing, like you feel like the tap has been turned off, that kind of stillness, that's arguably the, the hardest and the stickiest stillness to be in because you just you don't want to be there right like no artist wants to be in a drought we don't want to be at the bottom of an empty swimming pool with all of our tools and no fucking paint or no fucking words coming or no choreography or whatever it is like (laughs) it's the worst like we want inspiration to come to us we want that flow state to be something that we can just drop into And the more that we nurture ourselves, the more that we create rituals and practices that support ourselves, the easier it is to get into that flow state on like a daily basis. Um, But no one is immune to the stillness. No one is immune to days, weeks, sometimes months where shit just feels sticky. You feel like, is this the end you know that's what it feels like you it's that deep fear of have I used up all of my creativity am I done like has the universe decided to give it to someone else like is this period of my life over am I supposed to do something else now should I go and get a day job should I go into corporate should I go get a nine to five should I just conform to a space that I resisted so hard and fought so hard to leave because my creativity isn't showing up this week. Again, <laughs> so with you. The amount of times in the past year that I've thought, is this business done? Like, was this just not meant to happen? Like, did it have its run? Should I move on? Ugh, I can't even tell you. And same with creative projects. Same with my writing, which is a whole other ball game. I've done fuck all writing this year. Um, but you know what? That's okay. There are some seasons where we really focus on the creative work. There are some seasons where we can produce things quickly and they're beautiful and we just have so much energy that we just keep pumping them out and it feels effortless and easy, which is great. And there's other seasons where we don't even have the desire to pick up a pencil or scribble or create something terrible and that is the stillness that really sucks and I honor you if you're in it right now I want you to literally physically give yourself a fucking hug like wrap your arms around yourself and just hold your body because it's really hard and especially if you don't have many other creatives or artists or business owners around you or you don't have anyone that you feel comfortable and safe to confide in about this, 
it's so lonely and you feel like you're going mad. So if that's you, I am sending you so much love. And I know that you'll come out the other side of this and you'll be okay. But unfortunately, we got to ride through it. Like it's happening as cliche and frustrating as this is to hear. It's happening for a reason. It's all part of your creative journey. And one day you'll look back on this period of time and be like, okay, yeah, I get why that happened. And, you know, something that I always tell myself to kind of make the the blow of like sitting in the stillness a little bit easier and surrendering to it is that it's all part of my flow as a creative. It's just one of many seasons and that there's a really good chance that after I'm out of this stillness, the stickiness, that I'm going to create something fucking awesome and it's just going to come to me just completely out of nowhere and it will be just effortless and joyful to work on and I will just feel so in flow and activated and alive and whilst I'm creating that beautiful thing and bringing it into the physical realm it will all make sense like of course of course I was waiting for this I just couldn't see it then but it was on its way for me it was just waiting for me to chill the fuck out and take a break and refuel and fill up my energy cup and then the idea presents itself And I know that, you know, (laughs) it might still be frustrating to hear if it's a long season where you're like, it's been months, man. Then, yeah, I'm fucking with you. I got got nothing. I can't convince you that it's going to be okay. That's something that you have to do. That's why I preach nurturing so much because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that can really like bring us back to self and calm us and support us and you know nurturing practices can look like really gentle movement not exercise movement to help the emotions flow through your body so I'm talking like dancing or just swaying or stretching or really gentle yoga or just even laying outside on the grass in the sun being around nature dipping your toes in water. I know we all recommend having a bath, but it can be really, really calming for your nervous system, especially if you don't um, like watch anything. Like I encourage you, if you're someone who likes to have a bath, to not. Don't take anything in. Maybe some gentle music, but like music that doesn't have lyrics. But yeah, don't bring in your laptop to watch fucking TV. Just be and set the intention that this is a time for me and that I'm going to look after myself and this is 30 minutes or an hour that I'm carving out to be present with myself and to meet myself where I'm at and to yeah love myself so yeah there's a few I think I mentioned journaling um no maybe I didn't journaling is a really great one obviously um holding your body while you breathe is very powerful as well um just laying on the floor (laughs) doing like legs up the wall is also really nice like taking longer to do your skincare in the evenings like lots of little things you know like maybe that's putting yourself to bed earlier maybe that's setting yourself a boundary of no screens after a certain time 
Maybe that's like having a hard boundary of no work after 6 p.m. And actually like forcing yourself to stick to it because I know when I was, you know, doing all the things, I had no boundaries around what was work time and what was viv time. Like it was just always some form of fucking work. If it wasn't my day job, it was my studies. And if it wasn't my studies, it was my business. And then somehow I managed to eat in between. And yeah, I never took the time to say, okay, Mondays are for me. Like I don't work on Mondays or I don't work on Sundays. Maybe I tried here and there, but I don't have any conscious memory of actually sticking to it. So I'm just going to go with I didn't do it because there's a good chance that I didn't. So yeah, that was a very all over the shop conversation around surrendering to the stillness. Now you might be at the end of this episode and think, but actually you didn't tell me how to surrender. Like, I don't know what to do. And that's, I can't tell you how to surrender. I'm sorry. It's something that you have to lean into yourself and you know, there's probably some books on it. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of spiritual books, but I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to encourage you to tap into your self-inquiry and explore what feels good. What do I need right now? How can I support myself in this season? Are there things that I need to let go of? Are there titles that I need to let go of? Are there stories that are ruling me right now that don't feel good? Like, feel free to use any of those prompts as like journaling questions or even just sit with them, even just write them down and like, or say them out loud and then think about them. Um, And yeah, just really check in. And maybe that means boundaries. Maybe that means going slower. Maybe that means taking some things off your plate. Maybe that means like cultivating a shitty art practice where you set a timer every single morning for five minutes and you just scribble on a page. You just keep your pen on that page and you don't lift it until the timer goes off or you get out your paints or you just write in a blank notebook for five minutes. Whatever it is, shitty art is really powerful and I again, I'm going to dedicate another another episode to that because I'm trying to keep these short and sweet. Um, but yeah, if you ever are struggling with this, if you're ever like, oh, I feel like I do need to surrender. I feel like I need to go slower, but you don't know where to begin. Um, I've got you. You're more than welcome to reach out to me via Rust DMs on Instagram. We're Rust underscore creative. I am the, I say we, but I'm the only one running that account. You will always get me if you DM Rust. Um, And then I also have one-on-one mentoring sessions, which we can definitely explore this in a deeper, safe, nurturing space. They run for an hour. You can book in any time. And yeah, if you have any questions, just send me a message. I'm here for you. I really want to help you. I want to make this season as easy as possible um, because I know the stillness brings up a lot of shit. And it can be a very harrowing experience. So yeah, I've got you. If you need if you need me, please reach out. Um, there's lots of different ways I can support you, even if you don't have the uh, funds behind you right now. Um, 
And yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. If you feel so inclined, you can leave a little review on Apple Podcasts. That's supposed to help, but I mean, I don't really mind. I'm happy just to talk to you in the DMs. That is our that is our space. Um, and yeah, I'll see you next Venus Day. Bye.